Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Hello and welcome everybody to the Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. We're glad you could join us. Before we get into the Word, LaCharles, can you open us up in prayer? Yes. Lord, I just thank you, Lord. I just thank you for being with us every day, Lord. I just thank you for giving us your Holy Spirit as we progress through the day, Lord. Even if we're not doing church, Lord, that we can always talk to you and talk to you about whatever we have going on, Lord. Mm -hmm. Lord, I also just thank you for giving us your mind, Lord, so that we can understand how you act, Lord, and what we need to do in a situation from your perspective, Lord. Not taking a fleshly stance and try to do it in our own strength, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome back to our morning Bible study, and specifically our study in Romans. We're in chapter 5, and with that, we're going to reread yesterday's scriptures. All right? Just, hey, the word's good. All of the word amen. is good. It's fruitful, it's profitable for many things. So, we're going to cover it. Um, so could I get a volunteer to read verses 12 through the end of the chapter? I will. All right, I promise. And it says, therefore, just as through one man, through one man, sin entered the world and death through sin and thus death spread it to all men because all sinned for until the law, for until the law, sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed where there is no law. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over those who had not sinned according to the likeness of the transgression of Adam, who was a type of him who, who was to come. But the free gift is not like the offense. For by one man's offense many died, much more the grace of God and the gift by grace of one man, Jesus Christ, abounded to many. And the gift is not like that that which came through the one who sinned, for the judgments which, the judgment, sorry, which came from one of offense resulted in condemnation, but the free gift which came from many offenses resulted in justification. For by one man's offense death reigned through one, much more than those who received abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness will reign in our life through one, Jesus Christ. Therefore, as through one man's offense, judgment, judgment came to all men, resulting in condemnation. Even as through one man's right, righteous act, the free gift came to all men, resulting in justification of life. For as by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners, so by also one man's obedience, many will become righteous. More, moreover, the law entered that, entered that the offense may abound. But where sin abounded, grace abounded much more. For that as sin reigned in death, even so grace might reign through righteousness to eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. So, when we left off last time, we said we were going to pick it up with Dean. Because he is chomping at the bit to get at verse 15. And um, to share what the Holy Spirit is ministering to him. 
then after that, of course, the floor is open for everyone else to share what the Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you and ask any questions that you have, all right? Okay. So, Dean. Yeah, and if somebody else wants to go first, that's fine, because this, what I got isn't going anywhere. So, <laughs> <laughs> It's all right. Yeah, so I, I, I guess I would share a, a background story to this first, which may be helpful why I believe this is so pivotal and so important. Having been brought up in the public school system, um, and although I went to church as a child, um, we went to church. There was no relationship with Christ. There was no um, understanding of the Word. The Word was not taught <clears throat> in the home. And I don't say that to say anything bad about my parents, just the reality. It's my background. It's my mm -hmm. life. Mm -hmm. And uh, God's sovereign. And it's all mm -hmm. good. Amen. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. So... Um, I saw really no need to uh, follow the teaching of the Bible, as it were, or to live my life by it, although I didn't realize how much I was influenced by it. <clears throat> but um, I really didn't believe the Bible. You know, um, Sunday school was cartoons and characters and giraffes sticking their head out of a boat and, you know, mm -hmm. um, uh, mm -hmm. things that could not be explained, right? I mean, the miracles of the Bible don't make any sense, especially to the natural man, right? Mm -hmm. And if they're not being built up um and of course in our public school system we're teaching uh, evolution or most at least you know i'm i'm older than most everyone else here in this room quite possibly than a lot of the listeners as well too but um you know so um i went to public school in the late 60s and early 70s <clears throat> so evolution was well taught and was taught as fact even though the word theory was used it was clearly mm -hmm. indicated this is fact and mm -hmm. um so a lot of controversy over how that lines up with the bible Absolutely. and so um as i began to come to faith after my children were born um, i was attending a church and uh, had taken on a responsibility of making sure we had a speaker for the men's breakfast the first sunday of every month and ran into these two guys um, who were part of a creation ministry and they explained the, the Genesis story of the creation in such a manner and used scientific fact and data that refuted evolution clearly. And once having seen that, that was, as they say, something you can't unsee. Mm -hmm. And Amen. then I went, I can actually believe the Bible. This changes everything. And that was my journey <laughs> into faith and salvation and transformation through Christ that continues to this day. Mm-hmm. So as we look at uh, verse 15, uh, specifically, for if many died through one man's trespass, much more have the grace of God and the free gift by the grace of that one man, Jesus Christ. So in order for this to be true, which so the, to me, the creation story is now hinged tightly to the salvation story. So to me, it says salvation is not available and is not real unless the creation story is real and without error. So there, there, there can't be man miraculously appearing on the scene somewhere evolving from an ape. There had to be a clear designation of one man, one man only, and all lineage through that one man. If that's not true, then the... the appropriation of salvation also through one man 
cannot be had. And that also ties in the need for the salvation story to be true, that Christ must be the Son of God. He must have been conceived by the Virgin Mary. He must have died for our sins as our atonement, and he must have risen from the dead. And so if all those things aren't true, and linking it back to the creation story, true that Adam was the first and all descendants are through him, then everything else for me, everything else in the Bible is worthless. And so we don't need to do, we don't need it. We don't need the Bible at all. We don't need, we don't need God. If he's, if, if, if that's not true, he's not much of a God to me. And again, this is my, my take of it. So it's just, just so exciting that I had the opportunity to really get to understand as a, as an adult looking to come into the faith and coming into the understanding to realize that God's word is real, it's without error, and that we can mm-hmm. really actually believe it. And if we dig deep enough, we'll find science and so much stuff to support mm-hmm. it. So it's great to have blind faith, and we should have faith, but we, there's nothing wrong with having facts to back up our faith as well, too. Mm-hmm. Amen. And so it's just such, to me, it's just such a pivotal part in everything and really links it, like just... You know, so we have, you know, we have like those two beginning stories, right? We had a beginning story of how the earth and everything was formed, but then we get into the beginning story of how Jesus came to the earth, right? These really some interesting. And both are miraculous. Mm-hmm. It, like they can only be done by the Lord. Right. And of course, then we have the, you know, the first man of flesh and the first man of spirit, Amen. right? Which is key to this whole thing working as well, too, right? Absolutely. It can't. The, the, the salvation is not available if that's not true, and it didn't work that way. And, of course, it did, but I, I say it mostly because I'm sure there's people listening that um, either have had similar experiences or are still experiencing that either that doubt or trying to reconcile what they've been taught and haven't had what's necessary to back it up that the creation story is literal. It's a six literal days. It's not... Millions of years. It's not theistic right? evolution. It is not evolution. It is it is creation <laughs> spoken by the word of our God. But because He is that powerful, He is that wise. He is that capable. He is that sovereign. He is. I could just keep going. I mean, Amen. So I just I just love this because to me it just resonates. Like wow, I'm so happy. I believe this. I don't have any doubt about this. This is real. Amen. This is just something to get so excited about. Amen. Amen. Glory Amen. to God. Yeah. Amen. Thank you for that, brother. That was Amen. said all that needed to be said right there. Yeah. And you highlighted exactly what the difference is, if you will, in short, between Adam and Christ, which is what Paul is doing here. Hey, here are the contrast. Here's the difference between Adam and between Christ. One was a created being created in the flesh. And that's Adam. The first person created. And all others through him. Well, through the lineage of Christ. All others through Christ's lineage through him. Oh, you're talking about natural people on the yeah, earth. Nat- yes. Natural. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, right. But if, if but that but I guess I wasn't if it was if there was more than one man created or evolved, mm-hmm. then then one man dying for all doesn't line up. Right? Because that's what Paul's saying here, right? Mm-hmm. Through one all sinned, through yes. one all are redeemed. Yes. Okay. So, Amen. and, and the yep. through one has to be how they were created. Absolutely. One in the flesh, one in the spirit. Amen. And you see that again, right, with Christ, again, the contrasting comparison, if you will, where Christ immaculately concepted or conceived 
the result of the Holy Spirit through a virgin. So not of natural means. So again, it just further highlights these are the differences. And then, as you pointed, just pointed out, sin entered everyone as a result of one person's actions. The one, Adam, mm-hmm. who was given authority, dominion over all things on the earth. Mm-hmm. The Lord chose to give it to him. And then in the same way you have Christ, who imputed sin. Or did not impute, excuse me, but redeemed us from the curse of sin. And we have righteousness. Everyone that will believe in him has righteousness through him. Mm-hmm. And Dean, to your point, woman was taken out of man. Out of man, exactly. Okay. So even still, coming from the one that God created. But all flesh ultimately came through the lineage of Adam. Yes. And so I was just one. making that connection. Just yes. One. Because if it wasn't woman. one, then one doesn't work for salvation. Right. That's what's so important about That's it. That's keeping his pattern. He does well, keep yeah, his pattern. Well, it's his pattern. But I mean, mm-hmm. if, you, if you refute creation in any other way than what the Bible story is, then you, you have refuted salvation. Because it doesn't work. You can't, mm-hmm. you can't claim the salvation... In, in, in my estimation, I'm not trying to be controversial about it, but I mean, I, I, I have to see what I see about God's word. But if you if you don't believe or you don't claim a literal six-day, 24-hour creation model that God created man, one man, and everything else came through that, you can't claim salvation. We just have to believe the Lord for who he is. Uh, to your point, exactly. Right. You have to believe the Lord is who he says he is. He's God, there's none other. If he says it, that's what it is. Which is the exact, that's, that's the one comparison that you have here with Adam being the first Adam and yeah, Christ so being people, the last Adam. We have so many people in the world that are like, but it's okay if we don't agree. It's okay if we don't, you know, we can still get along and all. And, and, and that's true in some things, but this is not one of those things. <laughs> it's, 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 I mean, really, it's just, you know, okay, well, you're a creationist, I'm an evolutionist, it's okay, we still both believe in God, we believe in Jesus. No, it doesn't work. Salvation can't be obtained through one man if sin didn't enter through one man, and there was only one man. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's, and there's, mm-hmm. a lot of, there's a lot of people in the, in the body, in the ecclesia, in the church, mm-hmm. everyone look at it, that's, that have a different view other than a literal six-day creation. And so I'm just mm-hmm. saying it. So, like, get a hold of yourself, right? Because mm-hmm. if you espouse that and believe that, you have effectually canceled your own salvation. <laughs> you have to. Well, no, you're fine. That I'm, just, I'm, sorry, I'm just enjoying you. Dude. I am, yeah, absolutely. But, and it, but it goes to the other I'll say the other side of the the coin or the question, right? Is if it took millions of years, then I have to question that quote unquote deity's power, that God's power, right? The the fact that it only that it happened within six days as the Lord described it and spoke it and said it and passed it down to Moses to write it down for all of us just further proves his power as God, that there's none in comparison. None is like him. There are no other gods, right? And the Lord says that of all the other gods, I know not one. It's just him. So, and with that, if it did take another God millions of years, 
why would I worship that God over one that could create the earth and everything there is and everything in six days? Well, I would just say, I don't think God would be any less God if he took millions of years for his creation because he still spoke it into being. So even the evolutionists say, again, in their I believe their flawed <laughs> opinion, not to pick on them. Yeah, I get it. Just bring yourself in line so you can have the, you have the fullness of that salvation, not, mm-hmm. not to the, I can be right or to cause an argument, just get in the word and figure it out yourself. But it all happened in an instant, right? The beginning of all, all this energy, all this matter, everything came from nothingness. Nobody disputes that. And nobody can fathom and calculate the amount of power and energy that are existed in that, that creation. But if it didn't happen that way, then God's word's in error. That means mm-hmm. all God's word's in error because the beginning part of it is, again, it's a hinge pin to everything else. So It is a linchpin. Absolutely. If, if, it was, if it was evolution, then salvation isn't real. Amen. Amen to that. So you, that's what I said. You can't, to me, you can't claim evolution and have salvation. It just doesn't work. I concur. I concur, brother. Let God be found true and every man Amen. a liar. Amen to that. Amen. 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 And then it's just so exciting to get into it and then really start seeing all the wonders of his creation and all this and how it's, I mean, I mean <laughs> just so inf- unable to, I mean, you know, fa- I mean, I'm, I'm lucky if I can plan out my day and it works out the way I want it to be, <laughs> right? And I mean, I'm, I'm a pretty good planner. I don't mean that, but there's just always some little unforeseen thing like... Maybe something simple, I can't one, get one screw to line up. It's not, mm-hmm. it's not to be a big thing, like my day was a failure. But God, before he ever spoke it, saw all of it and had it all laid out for us. So he did have a pathway for our salvation. And that's what makes him so awesome. That's what makes it so valuable and so wonderful. And so, woo, for every person Amen. for all time, if yeah. they choose it. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Since the history, since the world began to the day or the end of days as it were. Mm-hmm. Incredible. And there's no little unforeseen things. There's no little screws or little thing pieces in this plan that don't line up. It's perfect. It's complete, lacking nothing. Yeah, how many times have you put something together and you got some stuff left over from the instructions? Well, spare like, pieces and parts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah a few. Yeah, I just throw it in my box so I can use it for something <laughs> later, you know? I mean, anyway, you know, it was nothing left, nothing. It was perfect, absolutely perfect. Every mm. jot and tittle. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. Amen to that. Um, as we were looking at these verses, I just wanted to um, point out that he he keeps saying free gift. It's a gift. That's it. Free gift. It's a gift. It's a gift. And back in verse um, verses seven and eight, he he lays out the foundation. Like, think about this, guys. For a righteous man, it's barely if somebody was like the <laughs> <laughs> the nicest, sweetest, <laughs> most wholesome person, yeah. maybe somebody would die for them and go, never mind, I'll take your place. And he said, but, um, and yep, yet perhaps for a good man, someone would even dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love towards us and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So while we were the, the lowest of the low, despicable, unloving, un caring um rebellious towards god and all of all of that what is contained in being a sinner god said hey i love you 
I'm still going to work my plan. I'm going to do all these things to bring you back because I know in this, you'll be able to find me in this. You'll see who I am and come back to me. And so he was laying out for them, like, think about it. That doesn't even make sense in your own natural mind. But here's what God did. Not because you earned it, not because you deserve it, but because he's good and it's a free gift. Take it, look at it for what it is and know that what the entry point is believing God. That's what he wants from you. And then from there, keep, keep moving with him. Keep trusting him. Keep believing him. Keep acknowledging his faithfulness and honoring him with the things that come out of you. And, you know, we'll see that later in chapter six, as you were talking about my love. Mm-hmm. Um, but just the knowledge of it's a free gift. You love me and it's free. <laughs> you love me. There's no strings attached. When he, um, talked about how it's not like the offense. It's not like how the world gives. Um, so when, when Adam sinned, it brought a whole lot of strings attached with it. A whole lot of, um, it's almost, if you can imagine sin is like a root system on a, the most invasive weeds you could think of. Um, how you think you cut off one side of it and it's sprouted up and three or four different places. And before you know it, it grows faster. It sucks the life out of things. It blocks the sunlight. It steals the water away from it and the nutrients out of the soil. And that's how sin is. And when God gives us love and what the gift that Jesus Christ gave us, there was nothing negative about it. There was no repercussions to it. There was no, um, you owe me. That, that's something in particular in my life. If you give a gift, how do you got to give it, kids? <laughs> no strings attached. That's right. <laughs> you don't owe me later. It's a free gift. And that's how God gave it to us. It's clean. He's not waiting to catch you. Are you, are you enjoying that a little bit too much? You owe me something, you know, and then come to take and rob from you. But it's like God is saying, hey, it, here it is. Everything you could ever need. The garden, restoring that in your life, here it is. Take it. Just take it. Mm-hmm. It's free. Free gift. And, and Dean, the, the points that you brought up with 15, and really it goes to this whole section, um, fifth, verses 15 through the end of the chapter. Paul also makes that in a couple other places, but we'll look at 1 Corinthians chapter 15. He says something very identical with just, you know, yes, we've discussed it, but don't just take our word for it. Get in the word. Let the Lord show you and reveal himself to you in his word, right? Out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, let something be established. Well, I don't think Paul could have even conceptualized that somebody could have had an idea such as evolution at this time. They, had, I, they understood that many other worldviews mm-hmm. were there, but the other worldviews were revolved around a god or gods. Right, I don't think that it was um, really refutable that the world was created. Mm-hmm. Period. I don't. I don't think that anybody would try to re- have refuted that. It's a question of who created it, or how many gods created it, or why they created it, or all that. But I mean, he, I don't even think it was inconceivable to him to think that somebody could come up with that kind of an idea at that time. Yeah, I mean, like the Greek mythology, they had <clears throat> their their deities mm-hmm. that they thought. And Rome had mythology. Brought this yep. over here. One raises the sun. It, you know, right? Yeah, we had. Over yeah, the God of sun, yeah. God of the moon, God of love, God of all. But all, they all whatever. had them yeah. doing actions, and 
from what I understand, evolution is by nature atheistic because yes. nobody created it. You just evolved out of the puddle of goo and you made yourself. Right. It all basically. just happened all on its own without any external force. All right. Mm-hmm. So, but, in, but as I was saying, so in 1 Corinthians 15, Paul echoes all but literally what he just wrote here in Romans, right? Um, starting in verse 12. Now, if Christ has preached that he has been raised from the dead, how do some of you say that there is no resurrection from the dead? But if there is no resurrection from the dead, then Christ is not risen. And if Christ is not risen, then our preaching is empty and your faith is also empty. Yes, and we are found false witnesses of God because we have testified of God that he raised up Christ whom he did not raise up if in fact the dead do not rise. For if the dead do not rise, then Christ is not risen. And if Christ is not risen, your faith is futile. You are still in your sins. Then also those who have fallen asleep in Christ have perished. If in this life we only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most pitiable. But then we get to verse 20 through 22. But now Christ is risen from the dead and has become the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. For since by man came death, by man also came the resurrection from the dead. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ all shall be made alive. But each one in his own order. Christ the first fruits, afterward those who are Christ's at his coming. And he says something similar later in the chapter, in verses uh, 45 through, um, I'll say, really 50. Right, he says, and so it's written, the first man, Adam, became a living being. The last Adam became a life-giving spirit. However, the spiritual is not first, but the natural. And afterward, the spiritual. The first man was of the earth, made of dust. The second man is the Lord from heaven mm-hmm. and was as was the man of dust, so are those who are made of dust. And it is the heavenly man, so also, oh sorry, as is the heavenly man, so are those who are heavenly. As we have borne the image of the man of dust, we shall also bear the image of the heavenly man. Hallelujah. And then we're, we're I'll say, given this last exhortation, I say this, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does corruption inherit incorruption. Mm. Bless the Lord. Amen. God. It just further goes to prove Paul's point and what he's writing. And, and I love how Paul always lays out these, you could call them arguments, but just very facts-based. Look at this. This is what... This is what the scripture is saying. This is what the Lord is saying to all these things. Whether you're articulating an argument before a judge, whether or whether it's a scholarly article, right? Here are the facts. Let's look at these things. Mm-hmm. And I love how how the Lord through Paul just articulates every argument that could be made, and and just f- further proves there is but one way into the kingdom, and that's through Christ. Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through him. You have to believe on him and confess that he is. Jesus is Lord. Amen. Amen. He is Lord. 
that's the only way. There's no amount of works or laws that you could follow or, or right, any of those things, as we pointed out in previous podcasts. Um, but even just this week, on some of the previous episodes, Adam only had one command to follow. It wasn't about the number of commands. It wasn't about how many good things. It, he just had one command to not break and was unable to do it. How much more are we going to be able to follow hundreds? All right, that's that's what happened in Christ's time. One, of course, was then it was given ten. The Lord gave ten, written on tablets of stone. And then somehow that turned into over 700. 600 something, 700, depending on, right? With, but that's when man gets involved. Right, and you saw that in Jesus' time with the Pharisees, the Sadducees, and the scribes. There were so many rules and regulations, and commands or commandments to follow, as opposed to just living like Christ as our pattern and example. You cannot do the things in the natural and think it will, as we just read, think we will inherit eternal life and salvation. It is only by faith that we access the grace that he's given us. And we can only access that grace because of the love that he first displayed and showed us Mm. while we were enemies and sinners and in opposition to him. How can you not love that? How can you not love that? I mean, amen to that. Free gift, everybody. It's a free gift. You just have to claim it. (laughs) You just have to claim it. And I don't mean just Name it, claim it, right? But I mean, you truly have to believe and receive it. Take hold of what God has already provided. Amen. Thank you. That's a much better way to phrase it. <laughs> and it was in there somewhere. That's okay. Thank you for, for bringing that out, honey. It's all the Lord. Amen. Mm-hmm. So. You know, one, a, a, a fun thing okay, I wanted to just point out. You guys remember in the garden is where Adam left God. And Jesus yes. in the Garden of Gethsemane is where he made his stance. I, th- I thought that was really interesting as we were talking about uh, similarities or comparisons between the two. God even brought him back to the garden to go, nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. I thought that was fun. Amen. Amen. So I just want to encourage anyone that's, that's listening. You too can access this free gift. You can receive it. You can receive it. Just call out to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Repent. And let him be the Lord and Savior of your life. Yeah. It's a place that was meant only for him. Amen. Let him have that place in your life. He's the only one that can fill it. That's He's it. He's the only one that can fulfill any of us. And, and John, I know we're probably out of time. Just to remind everybody, you know, we, we appreciate you listening. Amen. But the goal here is to be a resource to you, to grow and mature in Christ. That's so it. if we've said anything today that um, doesn't line up and you need some help lining that up or you think we need some help lining stuff up, please reach out to us. Absolutely. You can visit the website at adayofprayer.org. You can certainly contact us by email at adayofprayer at yahoo.com. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, positive, negative doesn't make any difference. Anything that we can help you to grow in Christ and to understand and enjoy his word and a wonderful, f- joy-filled relationship with him. 
that's what we want to do. So please reach out to us. And of course, if you want to support the ministry, we, that's okay too. We'd love to have that as well too. So just remind everybody, we're here for you. Uh, we don't mean to uh, uh, belittle or attack or anything, anything we say. We just speak truth as we understand it. And anything we can do to help you in that journey, we're here for you. Amen. Thank you, brother. That's, that is the, I'll say the ministry that he's given, right? Is just to point people to him to be reconciled back with Christ. And yes, we'd love to connect with you and and have a relationship with you as well. Mm-hmm. You know, um, especially, those that, especially those that are in Christ. We're all brothers and sisters in Christ, all part of his family and the kingdom. So I'd love to connect with you now and, <laughs> and when we re-enter the heavenly community. Amen. So, so we love you. Um, can I get someone to close us out in prayer? I will. All right, Layla. Lord, I just thank you for the free gift of salvation that you give us, Lord, and the love that you show us, Lord, that you care for us, God, and that you look out for us, even while we're sinners, Lord, and you sent your only begotten son to pay the price for our sins, Lord, so that we can be reconciled to you and be joined back and we join you where we once were, Lord to be restored into that perfect heavenly community that you had created in the beginning, God. And so I just thank you for your mercy, Lord, and for your patience and your faithfulness towards us, God, and your abounding goodness, God, that you give a gift, Lord. You give us gifts and you bless us with no strings attached, Lord. You bless us infinitely, Lord, and add no sorrow with it. And Lord, I thank you for directing our paths, Lord, and that you give us the plan, God, that you show us what it is that you have for us, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' amen. name, amen. Well, we, love, we love each of you, and we are praying for you. Mm-hmm. So God bless you, and have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, Take care and God bless you.